It's so good for you, for real, for fun, for everyone. You're listening to Out Loud Orlando, the homo happy hour, the most unique radio show and podcast heard of its kind, when every Tuesday from 4 to 5 p.m., where 91.5 FM WPRK. This is episode number 75. I had to look to say, wow, we're already up to 75. Yes. I know. <laughs> I'm your host, DJ Crazy JC John, and you hear him over there. It is Tom the Elderberry. Namas Cray John. Hey, 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 Mama Scray. Hey, hey, girl. <laughs> How are you, you doing? I was about to ask you the same thing. Well, now I'm nice and warm, but my goodness, it's cold and wet outside. Yes, it was quite the jog here. It's, yes, it was. At least we had our umbrella, Ella Ella's. It's winter. Yes, we have our two days of winter. Yeah, Two days, and then it warms up. It was so nice when it was like 84, right before it got cold again. <laughs> Yeah, you mean like Sunday? Wasn't a Sunday? Yeah. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was. I tell you, Saturday night was nasty. Yeah. Saturday night was like today, rainy and cold. That's all right, though, occasionally. Yeah. Yeah, plants need water. We don't water. have snow. I just look at it. Yeah. It's no snow. I know. The ground, though, it's kind of like like wet snow when you're in the city snow, where it's all dirty and all and melted more. That's what the ground. Yeah. Mm. Just like when we come walking across the lawn over here, the it was slush. squishy. Yeah, yeah, that's one of my least favorite words. Squishy, <laughs> squishy, and moist. People say moist. I like moist. I don't mind that, but squishy. Yeah. Squishy is like it just makes me go ooh. You Hold know? your mud, Sybil. <laughs> squishy ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so, it has been a great week. I can't believe we're at episode 75. I really can't. When I wrote that down, I was like, episode 75. We are not far away from episode, from episode 100. 100. I know. We're going to have to find something really cool to do for our 100th episode. So, we have to start out our... Oh, yes. Clink. Our actual thing of... <laughs> we'll get it. Let's take our nice little shot of oxygen there. Oh, yes. I feel like a Kardashian. <laughs> With our nice little shot of oxygen. Some people get Botox. We just take shots of oxygen here at the Homo Happy Hour. Yes. You can listen to our past episodes at www.homohappyhour.com. And we have our two things that we have taken from this past week. Yes. So, Tom. Mine are deep this time. That's okay. Then go deep. Okay. The first thing is there's no such thing as a single issue struggle because we all lead multidimensional lives. Yes. And it's never just what everything, it's never where everything's perfect except one thing. There's yeah. always more than one thing that is, could be fixed. Yes. And the second is yesterday was National Black HIV Awareness Day. Yeah. And this is National HIV Testing Week. I think the second thing is to know your status. Yes, know your status. We're going to get into stuff like that later on. Yes. 
You know, it's up to all of us to end the epidemic, whether it's HIV or COVID. So mm-hmm. know your status, know where you're at. Know your status. Move forward. And like we saw that one article where they're working towards hopefully a vaccine for, for the HIV, yes, for that's HIV, amazing. and going off the, you know, doing it from the COVID and from COVID the Moderna vaccine. people, yeah, that is really awesome. Yes, they can reverse engineer a lot of uh, diseases, autoimmune diseases that way. Yeah, yes, mine are not, not quite as deep. Good, <laughs> mine are kind of surface. The first, well, one of them is kind of deep, but it's divas and dialogue. This past Saturday night, I did an audio gig. And, or actually, I was video gig because I worked the camera and I just recorded the audio. But, um, like a Chichi LaRue? But, yeah. But it's Divas in Dialogue, which is out of Stafford House, a section of MOL, right. Miracle and, of Love. And that's Bros and Convo as well. Yes, Bros and Convo is this one also. I expected to see Daniel Downer there, but he wasn't there. I also expected Angus to be there, but he wasn't there. But I did run into Angelica there, Angelica Sanchez. Nice. Ran into her there. Of course, Mulan, she goes, it was for the graduation for them and divas and dialogue it's really um something that's needed because whenever people think of trans and stuff like that we're thinking of like you know a lot of people think of queens that they see in um in a drag show you know that are trans and stuff like that that that's not always the case right there's many of them that are just living lives exactly there so the divas the dialogue they're um their mission is basically they're a sisterhood of trans women. Hold on. I got to get it on here perfectly. It's okay. (laughs) A sisterhood of trans women of color, empowering, building, and strengthening each other, ensuring that we all have a seat at the table. And it was just so nice because what I attended Saturday was like they call it a graduation. Mulan has it every year where the newer girls that come in from the past year are there. And they just get to, you know, graduate up more, you know, after they've been there a year. So um, it was really neat because they were giving out they were giving out awards to people. There was a it was at Maggiano's Little Italy. Nice. On I drive. On iDrive, yes, yeah, on swanky. iDrive. The weather was very much like today because whenever I got there and Jose was with me, Jose the Emperor, and he, um, he, I was already there first, and then he's like calling me and saying, okay, well then just meet me outside the restaurant and I'll drop all my equipment off. And I'm like, okay, no problem. So then we, I, we do that, but I'm standing there in the rain. I had my hoodie up and everything. And I'm like, I'm not waiting for him to come back. Nope. I'm not waiting for him to nope. park and come walking not down here. I am taking this stuff in. So I took it in and then I went to the board and saw the, the um, banquet room that they had. And I went walking in there with the equipment and then got back walked back and got the second one i was like oh this room's little i wonder where we're going to be having the cameras and so my camera was like right in front of them jose was standing beside me taking pictures when everybody would get awarded but it's but divas and dialogue is just um you know it's a part of mol of miracle of love but it is something that's needed they they their client like miracle of love clients are more like people that are homeless or on the street um, or they are a sex worker. Well, Stafford or, House is, is a completely different entity yes. than Miracle of Love. It's a, a place, a resource for everybody to access it. But they fall under Miracle of Love. Yes. Yes. 
Right. They um. Well, now it's the can miracle of love. Miracle pyramid. of love can yes. Yeah. But I don't think that Stafford House falls under can. No. Just miracle of love still. Right. So so that's what I did Saturday. What was your second thing? My second thing is check your pockets for keys before you lock your door. That also oh. happened to me Saturday night. I got paid good money for doing this gig, and I turned around, and most of the money was spent on having to call Papa Lock to come and unlock my door at 9.30 at night on a Saturday night on iDrive. Well, you know my history with keys. Yes. So I cannot shade you in any Anyway, shape yes. No. When I noticed it was we were in, we had just gotten everything set up, and Jose and I were sitting back and having a glass of water, and he pulls his keys out of his pocket and throws it in his bag. So then I start packing, tapping oh, my pockets. I'm like, oh, no, where are my keys? They're not there. I'm too like, late, maybe they're in my jacket pocket. And they was like, nope, they weren't there. And I said, maybe I left my door unlocked by accident. Nope, I didn't. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I did this. Mm-hmm. But Jose was such a great emperor. He sat around until I was finished. Um, and, he should have just busted the window and paid for it. Uh, no, it probably cost the same amount, though. But Seriously. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's so funny because they come in with those um, blood pressure cuffs, <laughs> you know, and it's like they pump it up. And I always look at them and I'm like, you know, I need to get me one of those. Exactly. No, <laughs> because it's inside your car is where you would keep it. Well, then you and don't that's have where access you're to it. You, the only way you would be able to, the only way you'd get any use is if you're walking, unless you're helping other people, would be just walking around with it under your arm the whole time or in your backpack. Pro tip, sis. But then you have that long thing that you have to reach with, too. Put a key in your wallet. Oh. Put one key in your wallet. That's true. I do that have... That way you can always get into the car. But my key is dark, is big. They're thick. Then hide it in yourself somewhere. <laughs> hide it in my enema. Or, or, or get a little uh, beaded chain necklace and have oh, it Oh, I can so... Yeah, that's true. That's true to always have it there. Mm-hmm. That is, it can it can go right beside my life alert. <laughs> my friend used to keep a handcuff key around his neck just for that same sort of reasoning. <laughs> that way you always hate. Well, no, That's in case the they don't thing. have one once you're already restrained. Right. Allegedly. Right, right, true. So this last, um, well, now let's go ahead and start local stuff. I was telling you before, and I wanted to say that, that someone on social media in one of the Parliament House groups had asked about when Parliament, when Parliament House was going to be open up in their downtown location. A lot of people wonder that. And Miss Vicky had chimed in that she believed it was April, but then someone else chimed in that they were having some um, issues with permits and, you know, um, inspections and all that kind of stuff that you have to go through. shocking. Right. So they were having some issues with that. But But. the National Miss Bearded Empress pageant already has out flyers, and their flyers say on it April. I don't remember the date. It's like April 22nd or something like that. At Parliament House with 29 South Orange Avenue as as the address. So it's a sidewalk show. Uh, it's a sidewalk pageant. 
<laughs> Anthony, I'm just kidding, hon. I love you. I do, too, but that is so funny. He would probably laugh at that, too. So, and, and so we just wanted to say yay whenever they open, but when we, I hope that it opens by April because that well, will be horrible venues. for Anthony. There's other venues. Yes, there are. And whenever someone hears stuff like that, our community has shown that they come together. Absolutely. You know, like, hey, if you're, if you get downed, if this happens because you're that, you can hold it here. He doesn't have, it's not on the river anymore, um, speaking of Anthony Berance. No, it's in a sports various, bar. It's in a sports bar, yes. Yes. We talked about that a couple of and episodes there, ago. Yes, we have. That You would have to look up um, Berance Bear on Twitter or, and on Instagram, B-E-A-R-O. Y-N-C-E, is it? Baronce? B-E-A-R-O-Y-N-C-E. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Yeah, so she's great. She was here. She was the last person that we had here before before COVID hit and we had to leave. Then there's also, as we always talk about, District Dive, Southern Night, Southern Craft. Always a fun time there. And Taylor's band rocked Will's Pub this past Saturday. Yes. Yes. yes, kitten pressure, pressure kitten. kitten, pressure kitten. Shout yeah. out to pressure kitten. Andrew and Stephen and Ian did a great job. Yes, that's why the pictures look great, and I'm like, and Taylor looks great. I love him; he's the best. He really is. And DJ Vane that opened it is great because she plays really cool, obscure '80s stuff. Uh huh. And then new stuff that mixes in, so it's sort of like, oh mm, yeah, really good. That's Young girl so from cool. Tampa. Uh huh. That was yeah, that was at Will's Pub. He yep. played at Will's Pub is going to get really popular soon. Yes. We'll talk about that. Well, that's part of local, but oh no, we'll see. Shout out to um, the R.I.P. The places that we want to go. Oh, we were and having a roulette also, the other night. We we're like, let's go to Parliament House. And they were like, no, let's go to Wilds. And then someone was like, let's go to Stonewall. And it was like, oh, this is going to get depressing quick. Yes, yeah. Let's go dance at Empire. And I haven't seen any word about Stonewall. No, I don't. No, but you know what's always going to be there? The Beecham. (laughs) Hopefully. I hope they never tear that place down. I I think that would probably be the last place they would tear tear down. But then, yeah, then we can't talk about Stonewall because, and I haven't heard anything about it since. Not a peep. All that went down. No, but it's on the market. Literally. Somebody from our community should get it and pull it together because that's a moneymaker right next to to the soccer stadium. Yeah. I don't know. Somebody said, should snatch that up. I said after all that went down, literally. Literally. <laughs> shout out literally. to House on Church. House on Church, yes. How, shout out to Palms. She's had some good sandwiches. And as chilly as it is and wet outside, you can go to Palms Tea House and get you a nice uh, bowl of soup and a sandwich. Oh. Mama Ling's always so good. And then uh, I'm just going through my mind. There's also, and then down the house, down the road, you can stop and get some whiskey. <laughs> At Whiskey Lose. At Whiskey Lose. That place is fun too. That place is very fun. It you is never fun. know what you're going to get. It is not marketed as a gay bar, but it is a gayest bar. <laughs> it's, it's a neighborhood. It's bar. a neighborhood bar. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, it's fun. So it's a lot of fun. Upcoming, we have so much fun stuff coming. Yes, we do. Gays, get out your calendars. Right. Click, click. Next Friday at the Amway is Dua Lipa. 
Oh, yes. Tickets are still available. They're reasonable. And those are at uh, Ticketmaster. Um, February the 12th, the reigning diva of the universe is at Universal. Miss Diana Ross. Oh, wow. What a great place to see her. Uh Uh-huh. I can't believe they got her. What a catch. Right. She's not going to be around long, everybody. She's not getting up there. If you've never seen her, she's a performer. That's a big catch. That's a big catch. And then we have Miss Comedy Queen 2022. Yes, that is coming up. Tickets are on sale now. That's March the 24th at the Alexis and Jim Pugh Theater. In the Deepak complex. The Deepak, that's for the, that's for the um the actual pageant night. Prelim is going to be held at Southern Night, so for, for two nights before that. Yeah, but it's going to be a fantastic space. I love it that is. little theater. It love is. it. And there's VIPs, there's meet and greets, there's all sorts of add-ons. Those tickets are at drphillips.org. Oh, yay. I know. And then They're our growing. local Orlando drag icon. Miss Minge. Yes, Ginger Ginger Minge. Minge. She is reinventing herself, sister. Yes, she is. She is doing a a concert, two shows, at Will's Pub in April. Yes, that's the other Will's Pub thing I was thinking of. It's going to be April the 23rd. There's a 6 p.m. show and a uh, yeah, 6 and 9.30. Is that her country show? Yes. Yeah, she'll do great. It's called Double Wide Diva. I love it. And this show is going to have her release on vinyl. It's already available other ways, but they're going to have the vinyl there. That's so awesome. she's transferring herself into Orlando's version-ish of Dolly Parton, uh-huh. which that will be a fantastic show. Yeah. And Brandon Stansel will be opening for her, and then it said, and others. So I'm sure there's going to be appearances from a lot of local celebrities at oh, that show. Yes, local, yes, local LGBTQ plus celebrities. Well, we might spot Taffy and or April. April, Taffy. I mean, it's, I, I think Trixie Deluxe. That show is going to be so much fun. I'm sure somebody and others will include the one, the only Miss Gidget Galore. I'm sure all the dragutants are going to be there. Speaking of drag and local, congratulations to Darcel Stevens for winning 2022 that Miss was my other one Miss uh, Miss Universo Latin at Large. She got Latin at Large. That's a mouthful, though. But what I don't understand is she ain't Latin. It she, doesn't she's matter. She's not Latino. Well, Darcel will be hosting the Jason Lambert's Hammered Lambs Hammered Brunch on February the 19th. Oh, that sounds fun. And that will be with Daniel Hunter, Bobby Yaman. Who just won Mr. Glamorous. Marcy Mogel, Mogul, and DJ Joni will be spinning. Oh, good. So, oh, good. Joni's doing a lot of spinning at Savoy, too. Reservations are encouraged. Yeah, so just call the hammered lamb. Ask for extension five. Yep, that wraps up all I've got for local. And that's that kind of wraps up local. I mean, there's still lots of stuff going out oh, there. There's what? one more. Ben Delacreme is coming. Ben Delacreme is coming. Ben Delacreme is coming. When? He's coming all over. 
He's coming to the plaza, but he's touring the world. That's what I was going to say. Probably the plaza live. Yes, it's going to be That's May, they the, do a lot of their May the 21st, uh-huh. 8 p.m. Tickets are on sale now. So we've got a, that's a good cornucopia show. of people yeah. coming and doing here. And that's that's a good show for having ben, that. Ben, it'd be fantastic. Well, getting from that, that makes a great segue into this past episode of RuPaul Drag Race. Oh, child. Did you watch it this past week? I did. It was not a double elimination, but two people went home. First of all, spoiler alert if you have not watched it yet. But today is Tuesday, and that happened last Friday, so get with it, girl. Yeah, you're late. <laughs> right. So, just to give the little um, spoiler on that, it was Cornbread with a K who went home. She was not eliminated. She actually, her ankle was eliminated. <laughs> actually, it's going to be see you next season, Cornbread. Yes, that's exactly what's going to happen. She had to leave the show because when she was walking, I watched the Whatcha Packin' and she explained it. When you're walking from where they get ready, all the way to the stage, it's like totally a long way. And somewhere there, she had she had just um, like fell into a hole with her heel, hit a hole, and twisted her ankle. Heel like a hole. And she thought it was just a twisted ankle, no big deal. But she actually has a fractured. Rolled it. Yes, has a fractured ankle. Yeah. So fractured bone in her ankle. So because of that, she was not able to go on and compete. No, but she'll be back. Oh, she's absolutely. too good, like she said. Because she was one of the top runners that every you know the four runners that everybody thought she was either going to win or be in the top four, top three. You know, however much they do at this time. But then and then, but who did go home was Orion. Well, no love lost there. Really? But no, before we get to that. No, tell us how you really. Oh, okay. What? The balloons. Uh, the balloons, the balloons, the balloons. They had to pop the balloons with a pick. Yes. I have no. The mini challenge. Yes, the mini challenge. Georgia's not being able to pop the balloon was hysterical mm. so was maddie morphous it was like uh, everybody turned and they're like oh how is this gonna go he just popped it like it's hot because it was yeah he did and yeah, he, he popped did. it right away mm-hmm. and yes so the psa's yes diabetes mouth in them slayed me those little tiny lips and when she talked, the teeth were sticking out inside. Oh, from Super PSA from last yeah, week. Last no, week. No, the, yeah. Because Diabetti went home a couple weeks ago. Did she? Yeah. No. Oh no, that's right. She came back. Yes. Oh yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. Her little lip she had. Yes, I remember. And then Kamora, with Co- the bouncing breasts. <laughs> yes. I wish she would have acted were... that much when she was on the season. Exactly. And then Willow Pill. Willow Pill is with her Petula Clark with, hair, yeah, and that '70s glamour gown, and yes. the way she just deadpanned those lines. She was great. And then Orion in this challenge was just don't know. I think Willow Pill is going to be one of the top. I, I think she's going. They really like her a lot too. Well, they did that whole backstory about what she's dealing with. Yeah, yeah. Same as when the lady from House of Mamon was in there and she had the colostomy bag. That's uh-huh. that's some hard stuff to deal with. And yay for um, 
for I I, I forget Sasha not Sasha Colby Carrie Colby yay for Carrie Colby for messing it up a little bit herself this last week she's like okay they want to see me messy then I'm gonna bring out messy I thought Angaria was really funny. <laughs> She is always hilarious. I thought she was really funny. She is. I love her to death. She's always. I. She's the one who I want to win. Really? Yeah, but I don't think she will. I don't think she will either. Either do it now. So I had. I took the strangest notes as we were going. I'm like, oh my god, Math- Maddie morphs into the Count from Sesame Street. <laughs> oh, Maddie, there's more to drag than dresses. Like timing. Yes. Yes. And then Willow Pill, like, had me in the feels. Willow, yeah. Her quote, I wanted to make a statement. Make my stamp because I didn't want to get lost, forgotten. Right. Boo who I was there. And she already has made her stamp many times over. I loved her little house head. I know. And then you open the doors and there's Just her a face. Little face. And she, it's not like, you know, that would be something like, okay, I'm not going to paint my face. But she painted her face and everything. So when she opened the door, I was like, I love it. I love it. Yeah. I thought there was some real good talent on the runway. I, I think it was a hard runway to try to, you know, to judge someone based off of the runway only and try to eliminate them. The runway, I don't think, played into too much of it because they all looked great. Mm, what, which one did you not like? I thought Georgia's was look really cute. That stunning. Carrie Colby was mm, beastly. Right. Angaria, all I could say is flowers. Yeah. Deja Sky was the be- beaster buddy. <laughs> That's yes. I thought Maddie's cloudy, cloudy and raining queen. Was cute, but it didn't show a lot. And uh, it was I, like a costume. It was. It needed to. Sh- it needed to have more than more of a story than that, and it needed to show more to her. Like if it was more, if it was more uh, figured, you know, right. where it had like an hourglass figure to it. Even though it's dripping, that you can do that with an hourglass figure. Was, and the and the cloud was too heavy on her head. It looked like. Yeah, the way because it came down and you just didn't get to see her that much, um, and so the costume was wearing her instead of her wearing the costume. Yeah, and, and then uh, Ryan's bunny. Oh, girl, I no. know. No, 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 no. Diabetti just reminded me of somebody from Mordor. From what? With the little Mordor. Oh yes, with the little with, horns. Yes. Lady Camden's tea headpiece and skirt. That was everything. And then when she tipped Tipped over and it all come out. And And she was smart enough to hold on to the pot. Yes. Yes. And then Bosco, the Thundercloud Sunny Day reveal. I thought that was really cool. See, I liked his Thundercloud more than I did Maddie's. I did too. A lot more. You didn't see any of Maddie. I know. It was like, well, oh, he's in there somewhere, but... But where is he? I he's know. He's doing the yoga pose of the day, the downward spiral. <laughs> Poor thing. But yes, yeah, because I thought the same thing with... Um, and Orion, on the, on the runway, I thought Orion looked good. I thought his whole thing but, this week was meh. That's what I was going to say. He didn't get it anything good, really. But it wasn't. It was mad. Yeah. He didn't get the the acting part, and he didn't get the being witty, the writing stuff. None of the witty stuff. Mm. None of the witty stuff. And then when the lip sync happened. Yes. <sighs> Never lose the shoes. 
Never. Ever. And Even when your wig is slipping. And that's the second one in a row that's I done know. that. June Jambalaya got all messed up and stuff. Yeah, and her wig was slipping, but but there was no reason. You saw it going back. Well, glue it down better, but well, first the ears fell off. I kept that's waiting. okay. Yeah, I kept waiting for her to pull the wig off when it started slipping back. I'm like, no, girl, please, please don't pull that don't wig, pull off. The wig off. You're going to go home if you pull your hair you're off going, your head. <laughs> you're going home when you take the shoes off. Yeah. No, yeah. girl. There's just the thing. Don't take your hair off, even if you have a wig reveal. Don't take your hair off. Don't take your shoes off. It's okay to move your garments into, you know, make it into more of a danceable garment. But if the song calls for it. Right. Because there's some songs you can do standing in one spot. Look at what... Um, Carrie Colby did last week with the J-Lo outfit she had on. The outlet. <laughs> the dress. Yeah, The Versace dress. But she could have really danced if she was in something that she could have let loose in. Exactly. Which I'd like to see, to be honest. And my new favorite catchphrase after I hate it is, it's chocolate. It's chocolate. <laughs> it's chocolate. <laughs> it's chocolate. And I was very heartened that they're continuing the Sissy That Vote campaign. Uh-huh. Because that's essential. Yes, yes. They do that all the time whenever they're at the end of the show. So, and speaking of shows, just to get off of RuPaul's Drag Race, we also have Celebrity Big Brother that I know you watch as religiously as I watch it. Oh, I do. So, this week, Ted, well... Well, actually, there are two people that went home because it's been on every night. So also, spoiler alert, because spoiler we both alert. have watched it up to last night. So spoiler alert if you watch Celebrity Big Brother, but oh well, deal with it, watch it, because we're not telling the whole thing. But Teddy Mellencamp went home. She did. And Mariah went home. She did. Yes. I And one of my notes from it, I was like, Todrick Shady, he plays all side. But he's very smart. <laughs> I have a note. She did two interviews. The first one she did with people. Uh-huh. How long was she in that house, John? Who? Teddy Mellencamp. Teddy? Mm-hmm. She was the first out. I know, but how long was he actually in there? Oh, gosh, days. 11 days. Really? She gained 10 pounds. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I, she's oh like, my gosh. She's like, I can't do it because she has a health brand. Right. I mean, Fitness by Teddy or Teddy Fitness or. And she gained because she is just eating and not moving around that much except for Vito. And so house, she took a picture of, of herself house. in a bikini. I am posting this to hold myself accountable, to hold my health overall priority again. I stepped on the scale for the first time since going away 20 days ago. Not as punishment, but to see where I am after the nonstop candy and cakes that all those people eat. Uh-huh. That's true. I was like, first of all, they edited it so you think they were only there a day. Right. That was the first thing that I'm like, that's interesting. And then her second interview was how much she, <laughs> what she really feels about TH. Oh, and I have to tell you, after watching it, I feel the same way. Yeah. How he so? came in and has been just so shady to everybody. Oh, Todrick has. I know. It's like she does it in real life, too. I know. Oops. 
it's just being shady. That's why I'm like, he's shady. But he's playing, he, and he's playing all sides. I mean, just like he said himself. Oh, oh yeah, he, he got himself. I would have an alliance with Chris, with Chris Contan and Todd Bridges if they weren't sleeping all the time. See, it changed the dynamic, though, knowing they were in there for 11 days. So Todd could yeah. have jumped. Yeah. It makes him look even worse. If it looks like it's, oh, they're only two days in and they've already kicked these people out? Well, at the, at the beginning of it, it was like still a secret that Todd was with Misha, but he was also with the formation. Then all of a sudden, somehow, it, when it came out, someone outed, the, you know, saying, oh, well, Todd, or I mean Todd, saying, oh, well, um, um, Todrick, he he's with Misha, and then other people just kind of looked, and so and then whenever they were counting, when the formation were counting their numbers, mm. they didn't even count. Todrick has one of their numbers. Defector, yeah, and a leaker, yeah, and throwing Carson under the bus. Man, he's a nice guy. Exactly. Whenever he first came in, oh, I was so hoping you would be. I here. thought that they would they would. Do like a duo, uh huh. But Todrick's like, nah, you're getting run over first, right? Wow. Whenever, well, that's because he knows that Carson is uh, he is a formidable player, he could win if he makes it to the end. And, and Todrick Hall's coming to Hard Rock, too, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah, August and uh, end of April. Oh, okay, okay. It'll be interesting to see how far he goes on Celebrity Big Brother. That Mon Juan thing was funny. Okay, the Mon Juan. Mon Juan. So, I really wish that they would keep the Mon Juan. I, I hate the hat. It's ugly as homemade sin. It is horrible. But I love the game that it plays, that it's Mon Juan, and then and it saves you where the person that has it is safe, and then it gets flipped upside down, and it's Mon now. And then now they have to play it all over again, and whoever gets it, because that way you can mess up people's games. Yeah, Chris Catan was like, oh, man, do I take the giant guy or take out Todd take- Bridges? Exactly. So he picked out Todd. Speaking but, of giant guy, do you know what he did on Friday? Who? Lamar. Right. Yeah. What? Oh, on Friday? Mm, on the live feeds. No, what? She pooed the bed. Oh, really? Oh, my. <laughs> Teddy Bellacamp, she was like, between the dirty dishes and the sharding, and we'll leave it at that. It was just too much. Oh, my gosh. Her, I'll send it to you, her interview, because she spilled the tea on what all those people were doing. Yeah, she's the first one out. Why should she care? That's why she did it. Uh, I was like, oh, there's so much juice in this article. She also, because she was really mad because she kept trying to get um, get get Misha to... to um, to you know to help her and she was like hey if you know if you don't say my name i won't say your name okay yeah yeah and then that got changed well because it kept getting tossed up on her yeah but teddy said i should have never trusted todrick when i saw he was playing the game on twitter or playing on twitter that he was going to be in the house i was warned not to trust him but he was so funny and nice when i first got there i forgot that advice and i thought Maybe they saw a different side. Apparently, this is his only side. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's true. How did the real wife, real wife house wife uh, experience change you? It's completely different. 
this was 24 hours a day for 11 days. It was unbelievable for me. I didn't even have a second competition because we were quarantined seven days prior to that. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. That's a lot for filming. It is. That's, a, that's some chink. And other people be thinking right now, how can Carson be on Big Brother and be stuck in the house if he's on Drag Race? <laughs> Who would you say is the messiest? All of the guys. The worst kind of messy are the ones that pretend not to be messy. Todrick is like really messy, but then he pretends like he's helping. Cynthia would vacuum and Todrick would be like, I helped. He held the cord. Ah. <laughs> No, you didn't. You actually don't even know how to make any of your food or even want a pizza in a microwave. Oh, my gosh. She went for him. Oh, my gosh. She went for him, and I was The living. thing I thought was hilarious was how they talked about Chris Catan also, that he was sleeping a lot. But then he um, but he kept waking up and going and eating that cake. And he just grabbed that the fork and just go right. Nasty. I was like, okay, there's a whole cake there. You're not going to eat the whole thing. Why are you doing this? But also through editing. Yeah. If it was eating the cake for maybe over three days. Right. But still it's you still... don't eat out of the cake pan. Right. You don't take a fork and eat out of the cake pan. You take a fork <sighs> and you can move out what you want and then pull it out, although a knife is easier. And safer. But, oh, my God. And the way he kept just waking up and going in the middle of the night and getting cake. I wonder if he was on Ambien because. Oh, my God. That's exactly what I thought. I had a boyfriend that was on Ambien and would do that. Sleep eat. Yes. I sleep eat. Do you sleep cook? No. He did. No, I just get whatever, like, donuts are out there and stuff like that. I'd, which makes me think, when I get home, I have chili, but I have donuts. Mm, Glazed donuts. Not quite crispy cream. Not quite crispy cream. Not quite crispy cream. Baba Walters, you're coming for you. It's not Intamins or Krispy Kremes. It's just the deli, but sometimes those are good because they're fresh. Yeah. They're fresher because unless you go to a Krispy Kreme, you know, like here in Winter Park, where you drive through and it's a standalone building. But if you're at a grocery store and you get Krispy Kreme, look, that has not just been cooked. No. Not no. usually. No, no, no. So, gosh, this is so funny that we've gone through these. But, yeah, Chris Kattan. Oh, something I realized this past week about Celebrity Big Brother this season. Have you realized there are three CKs? There are three people with CK initials. Chris Kirkpatrick, Chris Kattan, Carson Kressley. I did not even think about that. Uh-huh. Is it sponsored by Calvin Klein? <laughs> right. That's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that, too. I was like, is it sponsored by Calvin Klein? Because there's, like, a lot going on. So also going on a lot is, of course, the Winter Olympics. Bum, and like bum, you had mentioned before, bum, you know, we have many, um, many LGBTQ family members. Over 80. There's a lot. And for this time... Team USA is the only country with an openly LGBTQ plus athlete as the flag bearer. Yes, that's hot. Speed skater Brittany Bowe was selected after the bobsledder Ellen Myers Taylor tested positive. Oh. So the poor thing's locked up. So COVID took her out and it, 
Mm, she got the Ronin China girl. Oh. Lost the chance to carry the flag and everything. Oh, man. Poor girl. I know. But I know. look what doors it opened. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it opened a lot of doors for the thing. That's a pretty good door to open. So one of the figure skaters, Jason Brown, which what a basic name, but I like that name. Jason Brown, he actually, he publicly came out back in 2021, October of 2021. But he comes out and he um, pretty much, is, uh, he's going to be in... Um, the Winter Olympics, he's on the ski team, and he is going, or no, I'm sorry, the ice skating. He's on the ice skating team, a figure skater. He is going to be out here, but before he was in the, I'm trying to find which Olympics he was in. He was in the 2014 Sochi. No, Sochi. I knew it was that. He was in the Sochi Olympics in 2014. He was, got a bronze medal, and he was in the he was in the closet then. And so he said, I've had coaches since I was five that have been gay, and it just always has been around me. I've always seen the beauty and their diversity and how different each and every one was. Obviously, sometimes there are, oftentimes there are stereotypes in certain situations, and I think for me that was my reality. Right. So, and then since then, he has come out of the closet, you know, and it's like, all right for you, Jason Brown. Good for you, Jason Brown. Yeah, he does just, it's just really good for him, you know. So, Americans can't really live broadcast from China. Uh huh. But Chinese media can live broadcast. Oh, really? Yes. So, on Saturday uh, night. That's part for the course. Well, they have to keep them away. Didn't we have Olympics, Summer Olympics in China one year? Uh, it was yeah. that way, I think. Recently. But this is even... Yeah. Because they're all in a bubble. They have yeah, because it's COVID now. Yeah, they only go from the village to the train to do their sport, back on the train and back to the village. Oh, how sad. But CNA was broadcasting in China, in Beijing, and a short clip of two men spontaneously <laughs> kissing in the background made the broadcast. All right. CNN, CNA reporter Lo Minmin was reporting live from a pub where a local watch party was happening. So the two men could be seen in the background, and it didn't take these gays very long, John. At the four-second mark of the camera being on, the one man in a sweater glances at the reporter in the direction of the camera. He cocked his head towards the reporter, set his, deer, his beer down, and full face embraced his partner. <laughs> they shared what appeared to be a rather passionate kiss. <laughs> Before leaving the frame, both of the men looked at the camera, suggesting they knew exactly what they were doing. And they're giving it a, hey, girl. All right. All right. I'm glad that it made it. I mean, that's surprising because, I mean, uh, they I usually... think it's, it's very not frowned or not smiled upon. Exactly. Exactly. At all. So that was just very brave of them to do. And the way that they do it, you know, the way they do it in China, they're like, they, they want to know everything that's going on. Yes. Well, and here, just to move away from there and go back to here, Florida, this is happening in Boynton Beach, Florida. There is a bishop, a religious man, Bishop, Bishop Bernard Wright of Bernard Wright Ministries. Oh, okay, so you founded that yourself. He's one of four candidates seeking to replace outgoing Boynton Beach, Florida mayor, 
Stephen Grant, and he ranted about city commissioner Ty, oh gosh, I like this last name, Penserga in a Facebook Live video. Well, in this Facebook Live video, he says, Ty Penserga, y'all see his big purple-pink signs? He's considered a front-runner for the election, and he goes, he's gay. He wants to make this a gay city. That's not Boynton culture. Everywhere he looks, he's seeing gay like it's all right. I'll call him what I will, and I tell his gay butt this. If you're gay, you're gay. I'm a real man. I'm a real man. I'm telling you this. I'm, wait, I'm telling you his gay butt better sit down because we are not going to let him make this city gay. Oh my gosh! Taking off the earrings. Then he also giving the jewelry to my friend. Then he also said that Penserga has a transvestite lawyer. Well, Penserga himself, he not uh, on top of being a city commissioner, he's also a high school teacher, and he doesn't even have a lawyer. So this guy said, right, the Reverend or Reverend Bishop Wright, he says he had documented facts, but he was not ready to divulge them to prove that Pensega wants to have a building built in the city where only gay people would be allowed to live. Oh, my God. It is crazy. He, he even went on against it. What I'm saying is don't make this like this is of God and it's right of naturality, like we mentioned we talked the other week about naturality, that it actually is natural in the animal world more times than people want to think. Um, Let's do it like on the Discovery Channel. He's like, he created man, and I'm a man, and I'm going to talk like a man, I'm going to walk like a man, I'm going to spit like a man, I'm going to pee like a man, and I'm going to inaudible like a man. And I'm going to put fits up like a man and pull that trigger like a man, and I'm going to be a man, and I'm going <laughs> to do my time like a man. You're going to be prison gay. Then he comes out and says, and I'm going to be your mayor like a man. All you got to do is put me in there. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh no! I would be like, I'm gonna have to call. Now you want to talk about toxic masculinity? That is toxic masculinity right there. And that's just um, hatred. It is. It is. Flat, very much flat out hatred. But I just think it's so. I'm gonna do this. Look, I'll be. I think you it's up. so funny that they say you're not a man. I'm still a man. I know. I'm not about to be a six decade old man. I'm a gay man, but I'm a man. Yes, they all think that you're. Yes, that it's. That's it's, it's just, just crazy. so tiring. It's so crazy, and we, you know we should really be very. You know, I mean, other places we can't. We don't have One as much as we do. Family. But exactly. But sorry, it just cracked me up. I'm uh, a man. I'm. I'm like. Okay. All I can hear is Divine saying, "I think you're a man. You are only a boy." <laughs> Yes. Sorry. That. Yes. No. I mean, that's just been turned on its head so many times and so many ways of wrong. So it's it just. I want that man to walk up to Carl Nassab yeah. on the sidelines of a football game and say that. Stuff. I'm a man. I'm a real man. I want to watch that six foot seven gay guy clock him. Yeah. I pay money. Well, he's asking for one with that kind of speech. Carl, if you hear us, we'll make a TikTok video. <laughs> we'll get you viral. Well, He's already viral. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. Speaking of raw, 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 the raw, Super raw, Bowl. Yes, the Super Bowl is happening soon. I Real know. Soon. What a lined up. I don't know if America is going to be ready for the lineup. The Eminem show. and No, it's 
Or you Dr. Mean? Dre. Yeah, Dre. So, of course, Eminem. He produced all of it, but it's Eminem, Mary J. Blige, Snoop Dogg, Kendrick Lamar. Uh-huh. And he hired two deaf rappers. Oh, wow. And they are going to sign the entire show for everybody for the first time that it's ever happened. Oh, that's cool. Right. I mean, they're, yeah, rappers, they're, they're deaf people everywhere. Well, shout out to a song that we were jamming to before we got on the air called Ben Affleck by See You Soon. Yes, that it's song a is the best. It's a bop. And shout out to our deaf listeners out there. Oh, wow. <laughs> Helen Kellner and her dog Mittens. <laughs> Shout out to Brian Morris. Girl, that one was for you. That was great. Oh, Lord. But you know, Dre's going to put it together because he, yeah. he put the beats to all those songs. Yeah. So it's going to just flow. It's, right. It's going to be like one humongous long, like one into the next, into the next. They're not going to stop. They're just going to keep going. And you know there's going to be a lot of extra people showing up. Who would ever think Eminem would be playing the Super Bowl? Who would ever think they would do a whole Super Bowl dedicated to... um, Hip-hop. Hip-hop. Yeah. It's only been 50 years, but about time. Right, about way about time. But I think this is the perfect year since they're trying to move forward from the Colin Compactric stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They have to. Yeah. The whole culture is shifting. There's lots of stuff. I tell you, though, we have to be really good about, I mean, just how we are here. Like, we are talking about how China was with the Olympics. Well, in India, in the country of India, their defense ministry denied clearance to film about a gay former soldier. Basically, it's a sin in India. We know that. Um, it's, it's a sin in, in India that to be gay and according to Section 46A of the Army Act of 1950, any person guilty of any disgraceful conduct of a cruel, indecent, or other natural kind will, on conviction by court-martial, face up to seven years in jail. Well, O'Neill is this guy, and he is talking about, um, is this guy who's writing this about, he's writing about this, and he was producing the movie. And he was doing it about former Indian Army Chief Bipin Rawat. And in 2019, he said the armed forces will continue to consider homosexuality an offense. And he said that the Indian Army under the Army Act was not westernized and modernized. It was conservative when it came to dealing with adultery or homosexuality. So, and Rawat last month, he died in a helicopter crash. Well, so all this is going on, but... Um, the defense ministry officials that came, they phone called to O'Neill, and they said to him that a main character who is a soldier is gay, and that's illegal in the Indian Army, so that makes his film ineligible for clearance. Not produce it someplace else. Right. Come to America and produce it where you can, where, where you know. But to tell that story, though, because from India, you know. I know. What are you looking at? I'm looking at gaiety. <laughs> yeah, from India, because I'm like... That's See, that's so actually sad. making me think, I want to talk to my... I have two Indian doctors. Uh-huh. I want to ask them about that when I see them. I have Indian doctors, and they've always been the best thing to me. But, and they know I'm gay. They didn't, you know... Mine are amazing. Yeah. That, I want, I, that is true. I mean, I'm, I guess. It seems like it's such a large nation not to have recognized that. Exactly. But they haven't. 
So it could, it could be religion. I have seen her before, Tommy Dorfman, and of course before as a man. But she's an out trans actress, Tommy Dorfman. Her and her husband are getting divorced, and it's very publicly. And they're still though. Her husband is Peter Zuhurler, and they've been married for five years, but they separated since last year. Now they're still friends. They're not. Um, Frenemies. Right. Because she says, for a year now, I've been privately identifying and living as a woman, a trans woman. And then noting that her coming out wasn't really necessary since she had been posting photos of her transition online on social media. So she says, it's funny to think about coming out because I haven't gone anywhere. I view today as a reintroduction to me as a woman, having made a transition medically. Coming out is always viewed as this grand reveal, but I was never not out. Today is about clarity. I'm a trans woman. My pronouns are she, her. My name is Tommy. I love that. My friend, um, her name was Allison, but now she's Bodie. And she did that transition last year pretty publicly. Right. But she's been a DJ for 25 years and everybody's known her. Oh, wow. He said, um, he, Dorfman said that he was in a nine-year relationship, which he thought of more as a male-bodied person with a gay man. And she says, I love him so much, but we've been learning that as a trans woman, what I'm interested in is not necessarily reflected in a gay man. So we've had incredible conversations to redefine our relationship as friends. That is... He even he even supported her. He's like, so much love. You are gorgeous and you are fully you. That's how you have to be. But if you truly wonderful. love someone, exactly, unconditionally love someone. If you unconditionally love them, you then just accept it. Then it's unconditionally. There's no condition, so you are more accepting, and that gives you. It's it doesn't make it an awkward transition from husband to friend. No conditional love just is the pits. Exactly, it really is. I mean, who has time? It's kind of like, I mean, like going back, just kind of, this is perfect because it's about that time anyway. So it rounds it about, rounds it back to what we were talking about where I'd been Saturday with Divas and Dialogue. There I've also, I also met a trans man. And of course I, you know, went through, I, I there was. Did you know he was trans when you met him? Well, there was two of them. There were two trans men that were there. It was mainly trans women, but there were two trans men that was there. One of them I knew because he even said it that way, but the other one I did not know him, so I did not know. But it wasn't until I was creeping on his Facebook page I was like, <laughs> oh, he's transgender. Oh, he's going through this whole thing where people are asking him about his previous self. And I think— Nanya. I Exactly. None your business. Why do people have that— People do that all the time. I understand curiosity, but there's some tactfulness involved. No, there's I mean, not. There obviously isn't. I People get it all the to... time. What's hiding in your beard? Conditioner? Um, beard oil? Maybe a Dorito? But uh, I mean... But not a bag of Doritos. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> but people will just say the strangest stuff to you. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. I can't believe it. Got a dollar fifty? I can give you two dollars. I, mean, I think more change. people should be more like Tommy Dorfman and Tommy's husband or ex ex husband to be. I really do. And on that note, note. 
This has been another edition of Out Loud Orlando, the home of happy hour. You can find our previous show and this show tomorrow at www.homohappyhour.com. I am your host, DJ Crazy JC John. Remember to fight the good fights. Always swing first and let justice roll. Roll! Life is way too serious to be taken seriously. Seriously. I love you, and we will see you next Tuesday. Girl, they cast the new funny girl on Broadway. Oh, really? Beanie Feldstein, Jane Lynch, Jared Grimes, Peter Francis, Efeida Aridima. I don't see where Jane fits. Jane's Jane. Um, I don't see where she fits in there at all. No, Fanny Bryce. Jane Lynch. <laughs> yeah, I don't see her fitting in. Funny girl. Boom, boom. She's a funny girl. To the top. She's a funny girl. To the bottom.